Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today we are talking about Practical Magic, the movie and the book by Alice Hoffman. So October is here, which is objectively the best month, and (laughs) I'm really happy about that. And yeah, this um, is your time. It is, <laughs> yes. Um, there's not a chill in the air at all, but it's not like 8,000 degrees. It's only like 1,000 degrees <laughs> outside, so we're getting there. Um, yeah. and I'm it's really... been rainy here, so oh, okay. it's been a little bit. There was one day that I had cocoa. So oh, nice. Like... <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so you're like dreaming of cozy weather. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm really excited to talk about Practical Magic. I love this movie. Um, and, like, it's one of those seasonal ones for me, you know, I've got my Halloween lineup, and I don't watch the exact same movies every year, but, like, this one's in heavy rotation, so I've, you know, um, maybe every every other year, Uh fire it up, um, yeah, because it's a really great, fun movie that we'll talk all about. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I saw, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. No, before, you are going to say, before we start... (laughs) I almost forgot about Tasty Time. Oh, yeah. Well, let's do Tasty Time. Let's get get that out of the way so we can get into this movie. Um, So, yeah, let's do Tasty Time where we talk about what's going on in fiction. Tasty Time. Um, And and before we get into, like, our our picks, um, just want to mention that, yes, is October. And um, in the Fandom Foodies Facebook group, our theme of the month is... Hashtag Bertoween. So we're cooking from hosted by you, hosted by me. Yeah. So the yeah the link ups on my site, um, witchy-kitchen.com, and um, everyone's cooking from Tim Burton movies this month. So there's already a couple posts there, and um, you know I'm sure there will be yeah, sure there will be a bunch by the um end of the month, and that kind of coincides with um the food and flicks, um. Theme, which is Beetlejuice, so um, yeah. like a specific Tim Burton movie. So, um, and then our next episode is Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So lots, lots, and lots of um, yeah, Tim Burtony stuff um, going on this month. And so, yeah, just check on social media for hashtag Bertoween, um, and you're welcome to get in on the action. Mm-hmm. Post I'm your recipes as well. That. Nice. All right. So, what's going on in fiction food? Well, um, Pokemon was cool. Yes, it was. That was, the, that was last month. Fantastic. Hashtag. And yeah, that was really great. Um, and, but it's for today, I wanted to mention Nerdy Treats. And it's nerdytreats.dk. Uh, so, it's a blog coming out of Denmark. Uh, and,. The lady who runs it, her name is Treen Anderson, and she is on Twitter and Instagram as well, and she does, part of the section of her blog is Nerd Nerd Kitchen, and so she does uh, books from movies and, excuse me, she does food from <laughs> books. From books and, yeah, books and comics and games, video games and TV and film. Um, and so, and she's, she's done a lot of fun ones. Uh, so she's done uh, like from Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, she's done like huge meatballs, spicy, <laughs> spicy tomato sauce, and then chimichangas from Deadpool and 
um, Hagrid's chocolate cake. So uh, let's look at her book book list. Oh, Mrs. Weasley's bacon sandwich. What? Yum, and yum. she did pokeball a uh, yogurt bowl, a pokeball yogurt bowl that kind of goes with Pokenom for last month. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so she and she posts a lot of fun pictures as well. Um, yeah, I've been and... enjoying seeing her posts. Mm-hmm. She's got some good stuff. Yeah. And then she has like a gallery section on her website um, with, with a lot of those really cool pictures. And then she also does uh, some reviews as well on her blog, like about TV shows and movies. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed so she's a everything. fun one to keep keep track of. Excellent. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, thank you. So what about, what about you? Me? Um, well, last week I saw um, that Francesca Leah Block, um, the author mm-hmm. of such delightful novels such as Weetsy Bat, um, had posted something about this artist and writer's cookbook. Because, um, and it's by Natalie Eve Garrett. And, um, yeah, Francesca Leah Block has a recipe in the book as well as people such as Harper Lee, um, Joyce Carol Oates, Neil Gaiman, James Franco, um, Julia Alvarez. So yeah, like a lot of cool people have contributed to this cookbook, um, which sounds super interesting because each recipe is like a story or a poem or something like that. Um, and so it's just like a collection of fiction and recipes all in one place. Yeah, it's very cool. And that comes out October 11th, right? Yep. So, not... Oh! Sorry, I'm just I'm just looking at it on the Amazon, the Amazon um, link for it. Mm-hmm. It says it's inspired by a book from 1961. The original Artists oh. and Writers Cookbook. I wasn't aware of that, but I'll have to cool. check further into this. But yeah, it looks, it looks super great. You know, obviously you haven't seen it, because it's not out yet, but... Um, a lot of interesting people have contributed and like the recipes that um let's see neil gaiman makes a perfectly eerie cheese omelet um let's see i don't know like the stuff coming out of it just seems like really interesting so i can't wait to check it out once it's out yeah very cool yeah (laughs) just like yeah this looks really neat oh i'm gonna have to like put it on my wish list yeah (laughs) i'm doing that right now (laughs) <laughs> wish list. Excellent. Thank you. Alrighty. <laughs> so let's talk about Practical Magic. I did not read the book, and I haven't. It's, it's on my list of books to read. I knew I wasn't going to be able to get to it for this because, you know, I canceled last episode for the first time ever. It was my fault. You know, life events yeah, going on and whatnot. So I'm like, I'm going to watch Practical Magic the movie, which, you know will be a delightful two hours and make me happy, and which it did. So I, I actually just finished watching it right before this podcast, so it's fresh in my mind. Super fresh. Yeah. Um, so that's a 19... That was a 1998 film, mm-hmm. right? And then the book was published in 1995, so... Yeah, pretty, that, pretty contemporary. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool when, when, you know, things are optioned that quickly and made that quickly, so that's... Yeah. yeah, the book. And I've read did really well. I've read mm-hmm. definitely like at least one Alice Hoffman book, but it was a long, long time ago. I'm not sure <laughs> which one it was. I can't remember. Um, I've 
I found one. Um, it was it's a children's book. I mean a youth book. It's uh, and I can't remember what it's called, but it's a, a picture. It's a little girl flying on a bird, like on a blackbird. And anyway, but I'm really looking forward to reading that. Um, it's like night magic, maybe or. Oh, that sounds interesting. I have to, it's, that's like so random. <laughs> but yeah, Alice Hoffman, I haven't read anything of hers, um, but I'm really looking forward to reading the youth book because that's like, that's my jam. Um, I may have then, read Turtle Moon. I think that's the one. Uh, but I don't have yeah. like yeah, great memories of it, so I don't know. Um, but yeah. But I did read uh, a chunk of Practical Magic in preparation. <laughs> so I, didn't, I didn't finish it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it, yeah, th- that's good, though, because you'll be able to kind of compare. Um, one of the reasons I like the movie so much, well, it first of all, it's great. There's a lot of great um, ac- actors in it. Um, you know, Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman, um, I-, I think they're fantastic. And I- it's, it's funny, it's romantic, it's scary, like, it- it's great. But it's also, like, one of the most, like, authentic depictions depictions of witchcraft I, I think you know and I, I like um, the spells they perform they use tons of herbs but they're it's also very like lighthearted, you know so um, it, it's um, they don't take it too seriously okay. so I, en- I enjoy the magic that goes on in this <laughs> yeah movie. Um, it's the feeling that I got oh the the book that I was thinking of that I have is called Nightbird just mm, okay. FYI. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, so from what I read in the book, um, and then I watched the film again, like I had watched the movie maybe a couple times like a long time ago, so it was really fuzzy in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's on Netflix right now, so I watched it there. Um, but yeah, I th- it feels like the movie maybe... Uh, the, I don't know how it's... Like, I think the, the magic in the book is more subtle. Mm-hmm than in the movie um but again i like i didn't read to the end to the very end yet so like the whole banishing of jimmy's spirit and stuff yeah like, i don't know how that goes down in the book like the difference but um, but yeah it does get pretty wacky and dramatic yeah <laughs> in the movie, yeah in the movie. well because like yeah. in the movie it's more of a feel good kind of like fun girls time mm-hmm. you know the the theme is kind of, you know that kind of theme so but I'm not, I'm not sure if it's like that in the book, but (laughs) yeah. But yes, magic. Yeah. But we do, yeah, we do get like a lot of types of magic, you know, so like there's the whole possession and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they have to exercise the, you know, ghost of this awful man basically. And then there's, um, (laughs) when you said that, I'm like imagining the ghost on a treadmill or something. (laughs) And we have to exercise. <laughs> or like Hans and Franz. Sweat them out, yeah. <laughs> Appearing. Yeah, but okay. there's um, there's lots of herbs, which, you know, we'll kind of go down the list when we get into food, because... Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so lots of herbal magic, um, which is pretty, well, cool, I, pretty cool. I just read that, I guess, for, I don't know what version of the DVD for Practical Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a pretty old version, but, you know, when DVDs actually had side A and side B. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so like for special features on one in like an old version, if there's like a, you can select the cauldron in the menu. Oh, nice. And (laughs) if you, depending on what ingredients you use for the love potion. So if you use rosemary, mint, grapes, and lavender, 
then you'll unlock the the secret oh um, fun. features making magic and casting the spell oh excellent so man that is like have... a really specific um period of yeah. technology <laughs> yeah right like, like i remember a, a good time yeah <laughs> Like, one side was full screen and one side was widescreen or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> man, that sounds fun. I wonder if you can get a hold of that online. I don't know. Yeah. Sounds interesting. <laughs> Special features and whatnot. Um, yeah. So let's, let's give a quick it. overview, you know, like, if you haven't seen or read um, Practical Magic, um, it's the story of two sisters who um, come from a long line of witches, you know, as you do, and... Um, so one of them is very, like, kind of distances herself from witchcraft, really just wants to have a normal life with a family. Um, but there's a curse on these on these witches. Like, anyone that falls in love with them is basically doomed to death. So her, you know, she has two daughters. I love how, like, the, the two girls are repeated over and over again, you know, and there's always, like, mm-hmm. one with dark hair and one with red hair. Um, yeah, she has two little girls, and her husband dies. Um, so she's, of course, devastated over the, this and comes to live with her two wacky aunts who were, like, like, hashtag life goals. <laughs> That's where I want to end up. <laughs> Making margaritas in a beautiful Victorian house. That's, yeah, that's my future, I think. Um, and then the other sister's, like, very kind of wild and, um, you know, dates around and whatnot and, um, gets involved with an abusive man. So needs her sister to come help her out. So she comes to help her, and um, but he's like trying to kidnap her, and whatever they they end up killing him. <laughs> they bring yeah, him they too. bring him back to life with a great spell, only to kill him like right again because he's evil. He comes back evil, which I don't know if he came back wrong or if he came back how he always was. But yeah, he's pretty murderous, so they have to take him out. Um, so yeah, it just it, the the story just kind of goes with what comes after that like the the ants take off you know um because they're not going to help with whatever crazy magic they've got going on um sheriff comes to investigate the murder and yeah the ghost of the awful man comes back and they have to find a way to get rid of him so that's basically it yeah (laughs) so in the book i think in the book um jillian is blonde Oh. Maybe. See, it's all, like, blending together in my mind now. Yeah, so you'll have to point out, like, yeah, the yeah. differences for us, if there's anything interesting. But I'll and let... Jillian totally kills... She kills Jimmy. Oh, okay. And just shows up with him in the car at Sally's house. Oh, gotcha. Because, yeah, Sally kills him in the movie, both times. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Like... <laughs> but really, he was already, like... But it's the same with the... I don't think it's Belladonna, though, in the book, but it's the same where she's, like, drugging him slowly. Okay. And then he just finally had too much, and then... Gotcha. Yeah, I do want to yeah. talk about Belladonna. He was already in the some, car. I've got some notes so about that, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. We could, like... <laughs> I could just like go. There's like so much food in the movie, and then like even just the part of the book that I read. Like there's uh-huh. so much food there. We could just. Why don't we do that? To start talking about the food. Yeah. Then, like, so this whatever isn't... scene it's in, you know, we can. So this doesn't turn into a two-hour-long podcast, and this is. <laughs> uh, I know, like we normally... <laughs> like like we want to do. Yeah, let's do it because yeah, there, there's a ton of food in. Because I was making notes throughout the movie, and they're pretty evenly spaced. So I think we'll kind of. Um... 
cover the plot as we cover food. Um, so I don't know if we want to go chronologically or um, just start with the best scene that everybody remembers. <laughs> yeah, well, the, if you want to talk about that one, go for it. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. So, the best scene, I don't know, I don't... I don't know if you've read it in the book or if it's like a, a thing, but um, the the midnight margaritas are so fun. Um, <laughs> but like, not just because it's like a fun scene, but like I love how the whole scene progresses and kind of turns out kind of sinister at the end of it. So yeah, the the ants make uh, have a great spell. Um, hold on, I've got it written down. Let me find it. <laughs> in the movie, they make them like. More quirky and oh, okay. fun, like fun and fatty stuff. old dance. <laughs> but I mean, if you really think about it, like oh, okay, here we go. Really, um, really, like... Eye of newt, toe of frog, wing of bat, tongue of dog, adder's fork, and blind worm sting. Barbados slime is just the thing. Fragile <laughs> salt, like a sailor stubble. Flip the switch, let the cauldron bubble. <laughs> yeah, and the cauldron is the um, blender. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, they make margaritas and end up having a party in the kitchen, but I, I love the scene because it's, like, very haunting how it progresses. Like, you know, so, of course, like, it starts out with them dancing around and whatever, and then they get a little drunker, and they're, like, kind of um, kind of coming to this, like, trance-like state at the table, and, like, just awful insults are coming out of their mouths, and they end up just cracking up about it, and then it ends with the, um, the ants yeah. singing the the song that Jimmy would always sing and um they they find out that the tequila was left on the porch by somebody and it's yeah. oh the brand I wrote down the brand it's um Diablo de Flores tequila which is a fake brand but yeah the flower devil tor- uh tequila yeah and he's buried under the and the rose bush was growing right so, yeah, it's lilacs. In so I love the scene because it just starts out like so fun and, and lighthearted and just ends kind of mm-hmm. like, whoo. So <laughs> yeah, and they realize they have problems. Yeah, all of a sudden they like snap out of it. The aunts, like it looks like they're just super drunk and stuff, <laughs> but then they're like all serious because they realize they know that so- the girls. Yeah, they know something's up. <laughs> yeah, they're suddenly like sober. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a great scene, and, and one that I think a lot of people rem- remember, and one that a lot of people have recipes for online. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I mentioned earlier that Food and Flicks did, or I don't know if I mentioned that, yeah, so I mentioned their theme this month, but they had a, um, a Practical Magic Month, like, back in, like, a couple... 2013. Yeah, so a few yeah. years ago they did it. So there's several margarita recipes, including a blood orange margarita... Um, mm-hmm. let's see, peach and cherry beer margaritas. Um, yeah, so like That's, a couple yeah, of margarita this, recipes. This mama cooks. And then yeah, the one I'm going to share later mm-hmm. is actually a margarita recipe that I have on my site. <laughs> so, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so good stuff. Yeah, there are a lot of recipes. Out I think there. um Brighton Taylor has one too. Yeah, she. Yeah, also food and has literature. One. So um. Yeah. yeah, and I think, did she make it for... I know she did hers back in 2013 as well, but I don't know oh, if okay, if it was the, like, um, if she's part of, part of this part or not. Of this I don't think so, because I don't see her recipe on here. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, independently. So yeah, lots and lots of margarita yeah. recipes, um, which is great, because like, I think that's a pretty iconic scene of this movie. Mm-hmm. 
So the first mention of food that I have from the movie is, and it's also, I think also it's in the book or, well, anyway, let's see, <laughs> kind of, um, in this house, we have chocolate cake for breakfast. Yep. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Just kidding. Uh. Chocolate cake. <laughs> Do not mention Bill Cosby on my podcast, Diana. Sorry. I all I know about Bill Cosby is I used to watch the TV show mm. and Jello Jigglers and Chocolate Cake. Whatever has happened since then. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Chocolate Cake for breakfast. Yeah, and, and this comes up a couple times because, um, like, that's, that's their thing. Um, when Sally brings her girls there, she's like, nope, we're not doing that. You know, um, we're raising them, like, I don't know, whatever, we're not, we're not doing chocolate cake. Um, but then, like, when, yeah. when, um, Jillian comes back and, like, poor thing, like, she, she's got a huge bruise on her face because he was, you know, abusive, but the one aunt's like, oh, uh, you know, a brownie for breakfast is just what you need, <laughs> so. Yeah, it was interesting, like, yeah, Jillian, she's not my type of person. I think they make her more likable in the movie because oh, okay. it's a movie. Man, I'm really interested but... to read the book now because it seems like there's a lot of differences. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if it's really that much of a difference, but, like, I don't know. But then in the movie when, yeah, the onset, like, they see that she's been, you know, punched in the face, and then they're just like, oh, well, it, it kind of bothered me because it's like... I mean, it's like, yeah, falling in love and being super passionate and stuff. That's the way of the Owens women or whatever. But it's like, yeah, but, you know, her life is screwed up. And you're just like, yeah, we know what your talents are. Like, it just, and she comes home with a punched face. And they're just like, oh, well, that'll, you know. Yeah. That's just part of it. Let's give you some, it's like, oh, really? Like, <laughs> I kind of see what you're saying, but I feel like, yeah, in, in yeah. that scene it was like, they knew it was very serious, but yeah. they didn't want to talk about it. Like, especially, like, the little girls were there, and, you know, they're like, you know, we don't need to get into all this heavy stuff now. Like, let's just let, yeah, I guess that's let true, you settle in. the girls were there. Like, you know. But there's the vibe. Yeah. From the aunts the whole time. There was definitely, I mean, well, that was a zinger, yeah, during, when they were drunk, they were kind of, like, throwing around stuff, but I think that was part of the point, you know, they were like speaking all these harsh truths and stuff was coming out. Yeah. Um, so in the book, it says they could drink cold Dr. Peppers for breakfast if that was what they craved, or eat marshmallow pies for dinner. So, Oh, man, yeah. so much so sweets. Much My just... teeth hurt. Oof. Yeah. So that was <laughs> and they don't brush their teeth. That's, like, one of the things, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, and then the little girls, or Jillian and Sally, there were times when they could complete each other's sentences. Certainly each could close her eyes and guess what the other most desired for dessert on any given day. <laughs> what a talent. Yeah, and then it, like, it goes on and describes the girls, like, Jillian, she drank bottles of Yoohoo and ate goopy Hershey's bars while sprawled out on the cool basement floor, and, uh, while Sally was also in the basement, she was dusting the metal shelves where the pickles and preserves were. So, like, oh, okay. So they very, like very early on when the girls were they were just little, 
Um, yeah, Jillian was totally just like lounge around and you yeah, know, you can already see trouble their then, personalities. Yeah. yeah, just Sally would like cook the meals for the aunt, like for their dinner, and she was, you know, she would put she was like responsible, the responsible one, like doing the laundry and cleaning the house and everything, and the aunt's just like whatever. <laughs> Like, that's also why I'm like, man, those aunts, like, <laughs> I understand the whole free woman thing and everything, but also, you have two little girls that you're supposed to be taking care of. Right, and... yeah. <laughs> so, how Sally, like, I mean, because she was the older sister, I guess, and, but she was still super young, but, so it's like how she became, you know, I don't know, I guess that's just na- nature versus nurture kind of thing, like... But she took care of the aunts, like, <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> I kind of get a feeling that, like, it's, it's a, um, like, a repeated pattern, you know, like, like, because we always mm-hmm. see these, like, pairs of girls, and it's probably always like that, like, there's one that's, um, like, very responsible, and one that's, like, more of a free spirit. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, like, the aunts were like that. Yeah, the, the daughters <laughs> were like that, or Sally's daughters, um, were like that, too. Like, the, the older daughter right. is really wretched, like, super wretched to the younger sister. Oh. <laughs> it's Kylie and Antonia. Kylie's the younger one, and Antonia is, like, the Jillian version, basically. But Jillian and Sally, at least, were, they, like, were kind, were good to each other. Mm-hmm. But the, the other, Sally's two girls, like, Antonia, the older one, Antonia, is really, really wretched. Aww. But then she did notice, because they don't live at the house, mm-hmm. at the aunt's house, so they, like, live in a different town um, where nobody, you know, throws stones at them or whatever mm-hmm. and calls them witches. And so Sally does notice that when they visit the aunts in the summer for a week, because there's no one else to be their little girl's friends, like, they're they're kind of better to each other like they oh, get along okay. better yeah they kind of have to <laughs> so, yeah out of necessity but but yeah anyway <laughs> so yeah so in the book it says from the time she was in third grade uh, this is talking about Sally and Jillian in second Sally was the one who cooked healthy dinners of meatloaf and fresh green beans and barley soup Using recipes from a copy of Joy of Cooking, she had managed to smuggle into the house. Excellent. <laughs> she fixed their lunch boxes each morning, packing up turkey and tomato sandwiches on whole wheat bread, adding carrot sticks and iced oatmeal cookies, all of which Jillian tossed in the trash the instant after Sally had deposited her in her classroom, since she preferred the sloppy joes and brownies sold in the school cafeteria and she often had swiped enough quarters and dimes from the aunt's coat pockets to buy herself whatever she liked. So. Very nice. There we go. There's a lot of... Yeah, it's like a yeah, lot, a lot. Of I know, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Well, that's cool she uses the joy of cooking. I have a copy of that, and I use it all the time. Yeah. Like, it's so great <laughs> for, like, finding, like, basic recipes for stuff. I don't know that I've ever made anything exactly out of that, but, like... <laughs> yeah. It's like a good, um, like, basic cookbook, you know, you can mm-hmm. spin off of. <laughs> Yeah. In the movie, they did show the kids, like, throwing stones at them, like, throwing stuff at them Mm -hmm. over the fence. Um, And in the book, it mentions um, that, yeah, the kids, the the boys would throw stones and winter apples. Ah. What's a winter Uh, apple? 
I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's like 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 the but it specifically says winter apple in the book. So I don't so. know if it's like a specific type of apple or just like the apple at That's its season, at its stage of yeah. growth. It would be in the winter winter time. or late season apple varieties. Mm. <laughs> So it is. Oh, okay. So, like, their harvest season is in the winter, whereas most of them are in the fall. A late ripening apple that keeps well in winter. Ah. See, we're learning things. There are a lot of recipes for this. (laughs) Um, Well, it says that uh, even the best athletes, like, if there were, you know, little athlete boys, jerk jerk boys who were throwing (laughs) apples at them, they could never get a hit. They could never get a hit on them, on the Owens girls. So what, they would always land at the sister's feet. Yeah, so they're Which I had an experience like that. Protected. Oh, really? Are you a witch? <laughs> no, I was a missionary. <laughs> oh, no. But, so maybe I had, like, a protection. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, someone was throwing... You're protected by the hand um, of God. <laughs> yeah, right. Someone was throwing raw eggs oh, at us. Oh, that's awful. Like, a lot of raw eggs. Oh, for crying But well. we didn't get hit once. Like, not Good. even a splatter wow. on, us, on our clothes. I'm like, really? Like, how... <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like deal it. with deal with the ang- the frustration you're having right now by not being able to hit us with your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and we just walked away. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, good story. A little magic. There. Um, Sally's spell at the beginning, um, or the one that she makes when she's a child. Um, so she knows about this curse that any, um, yeah, o- Owen's woman who, you know, falls in love, he'll be doomed to death. Um, so she decides she's never going to fall in love and she makes a spell for, her, you know, her, um, ideal man who is all these, like, weird, crazy details. You know, he's got, like, one blue eye and one green eye and, um can ride a pony backwards. Um, and one of the things is he can flip pancakes in the air. So, yeah, that's a nice detail, and it comes back later. Yeah, it does. So that's not from the book <laughs> at all. There's actually no history of the Owens women and their men, ill-fated men. Oh, okay. Like so that's that. not even so, a thing. That's like one of the major yeah. things. In this movie. I mean, unless yeah. it, it's revealed later on in the book, mm-hmm. but like, so I read. Yeah, like I read where. Yeah, like, they grow up, and Sally gets married, and her husband dies, and then Jillian arrives with dead Jimmy in the car, and they bury him. And But it also talks a lot about the Sally's daughters, because as they grow up, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like the lives of four ladies. Um, And the aunts are in there, but... um, But, yeah, um... So, but there is a Death Watch beetle... Oh, okay. So I think, like, I wonder if they, yeah, I don't know, because, cause, yeah, because, like I said, the theme of the movie is, like, the whole feel-good women kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I Like, I don't, I hope that doesn't sound bad, but you know what I mean? Like, there are movies that, because it's a chick flick. Oh, yeah, like, for it's sure. Like romantic yeah, it's, comedy it's totally or whatever. So they really play that hard, uh, you know, on the <laughs> that theme. Um, so I, I wonder if that's why, you know, it's like, generations of women you know, have to deal with this thing, and... Yeah, that makes sense that they really play up, like, the kind of, like, womanhood aspect of it. But 
but this the the but the book I mean there is like solidarity and sisters and that kind of thing but um yeah so but if she meets a dude because they both meet dudes later on in the book and fall in love like in a good way I think <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he like flips pancakes I don't know but yeah but she doesn't have it. but it was cute in the movie you know that she figured she'd make an impossible guy <laughs> <laughs> but he does exist and he makes i know and he makes i thought that was really pa- cute pancakes sh- yeah because it's very clever how they do the it the little you know? boy they showed him as a little yeah. boy like sitting backwards on the pony like looking up in the sky and the petals were falling down at him mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was like ugh, that was a really cute image that was cute <laughs> yeah and he yeah. comes and makes um uh cactus shaped pancakes yeah, right, well, there's Sawara Cactus. Sawara Cactus, yeah. because yeah, he's from Arizona. Yeah, and it looked so fluffy. <laughs> that was, was, like, yeah, really puffy. Yeah, and so, yeah, if we want to talk about that scene, too, um, so Jillian's trying to, like, he he's a sheriff, and he's kind of <laughs> onto them, um, so she's trying yeah. to make a spell to banish him. So she uses, let's see, um... Blessing seeds, which are another name for Nigella seeds, which there's a hundred names for this, like black seed. Um, yeah, you've event. talked about I have, yeah, because I, I use them like quite a bit. Um, and so that's mm-hmm. part of the spell. Um, and they put it into the pancake syrup, <laughs> but yeah, but the then yeah, syrup. like Sally's daughters um, realize that this is the you know the because they found her man from the spell, yeah, yeah. So they they run the maple syrup out to the sea. <laughs> <That's really laughs> and then the, the mom Sally is just like, well, I guess I didn't want that. Like, because <laughs> they just took it from Which Jillian is like such a weird reaction, but still. Yeah. They're just, they're like, yeah! They're like just so happily, they like grab it. And yeah, gleefully. Run, run away and dump it. Throw it. They throw the whole thing in the ocean. Yeah. Like in the water. <laughs> the whole, like the pitcher and everything. I was like, as a mom, how would I react in that situation? I'd be like, ah! You just threw away the pitcher. Yeah, I wouldn't have, like, laughed at all. <laughs> been like, what the and hell? She was just like, oh, I guess I didn't want that. So. <laughs> what a patient mother. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I was like, oh, the picture. Because <laughs> I'm like that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was cute, because that scene, like, he arrives, and then the little girl, little daughter Kylie... She's like, you came for breakfast. We're having pancakes. And he's like, no, I just came to talk to your mom. Great, she's having pancakes too. <laughs> yeah, because she's been instructed to lure him yeah, in and, and so keep children. him there so they can, you know, cast a spell yeah. on him, basically. And they have bacon and sausage mm. as well. Yeah, and they, it's nice because it's like a little picnic outside on a, or, or like at an outside table. So it's they and yeah at the at the house the aunt's house like they have several meals outside at on tables like in the very beginning they have like a huge spread oh that's true I remember it's yeah. like red grapes and turkey and pie and I wonder if it's um, like Thanksgiving time or oh okay yeah or something like that um, and then there's yeah but they and but so it's like they're all the aunts have their fancy hats on and then the little girls so they're all sitting at this really big like feast table out on the lawn and then they're just talking like there's tons of great food and then they like all just go inside and leave everything out <laughs> on, the, 
I'm like, really? They're, like, they're magical. It's, it'll take care of itself. <laughs> I know, but I don't even know what they're talking, but it's not, it can't be as important as all the food that's in front of you that you haven't touched yet. Like, anyway, it's like, darn it. It's like, it's really awesome that they put this, like, it's like a food scene or whatever, but you're not actually, you're not actually letting your characters, like, partake of the right, food. Right, interact it's with it, It's just prop. Like, it's just background. <laughs> I'm like, oh. And then it was really cute when Sally was doing her, like, learning how to blow on the candle, or blow the candles to life. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, and then that comes, it's a, comes out later on as she grows up that she's even though she's like no magic but then she can still do those things um but there's like pumpkin bread and cramp like cranberry oranges i don't know like there's like it's all those fall colors like yeah pumpkin bread and cranberries and oranges and like chocolate and were they like turtle turtle cookies maybe like the chocolate pecans oh yeah what do you call them turtle are they just i think they're called turtles yeah just turtles yeah. yeah And then, and then there's the strawberry, chocolate covered strawberry, or like chocolate dipped strawberries. Do you remember that scene? It's the same scene with the candle. And then little Sally, she like is eating the strawberry, but she's like holding it in her in her hand so we can like see the red of the strawberry. But then she has like chocolate kind of messy around her lips. Aww. Yeah, I don't. Re- I, feel I, like I don't remember something... specifically, but yeah. It's some comment. I feel like that imagery is like some comment about innocence or something. And like, because they're talking about love and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, like falling in love. Yeah, which you have no idea about when you're. Like, is that. That imagery, though, just seemed like. Yeah, very childlike. It might have been yeah. pur- purposeful. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Illusion no, to like it, yeah. the loss of innocence at some point. Yeah. Or I don't know. But, um,. Yeah. And. Oh, what? Oh, and then the whole diner lady. Was that. I think that. Did she show up? Well, it was the lady that they killed the. Um. The dove for. So. There's a lady that comes scritch scratching at their side door. And she's like, I, I can't, I have to have this man. And she like sits down in the kitchen. And that's when Sally is like, I'm never falling in love. Yeah. And Julian is like, yeah. <laughs> she totally says, I can't wait love. to fall in love. <laughs> she's such a psycho. And <laughs> yeah, it makes people crazy. She's like, I want to kill all those birds. <laughs> um, but yeah. So like in the book, that's a whole thing that, so that's a drugstore lady. Mm-hmm lady who works at the drugstore um and man that's like a really sad like a little side story i guess um and so it's a married man that she wants she's completely obsessed with this married man and i mean he doesn't have you know he does probably doesn't even know who she is i don't know but she's like a nice woman i mean she's young she's like she's not drop dead gorgeous but she's like a a pretty you know normal person and she sings in the choir and she's you know kind to people but she's just obsessed with this married guy 
and then who I think is like the principal at the girls school I don't know he's something but <clears throat> yeah and then she gets what she wishes for and the aunts are like well okay if this is what you mm. want and yeah and then he ends up like the the spell basically makes him never let the woman out of his sight oh, like he like has obsessive. to be around her all the yeah. time like always be with her and so after i mean they get he divorces his wife and like after eventually well what she might come back for another spell so some something like he cuz he does it at first he like Anyway, this is, like, really going off tangent. But she... So they get married. He divorces his wife. They get married. And then he is, like, always at her and stuff. I mean, super spell in love. And then she just basically, like, withers up. Because it's too much. Mm. And it's her fault, but she blames the aunts. And so she's, like, just becomes... Like, her hair turns white. She gets, like, a hunched back and, like, just... It's really drastic. Wow. And so, but, and she actually, like, slaps the girls, slaps Sally, I think, because the aunts, she goes to see the aunts, but they just lock the doors, but the girls are outside in the garden, so the woman, she's, like, crazed, and she, like, goes to the girls, and she's like, get your aunts out here, and I need, you know, and then the aunts are just looking out the window at the scene, they're, then they're not gonna doing anyway and the woman like slaps Sally and is like going crazy and yeah and the aunts just stand there watching from the window man I am having a lot of aunt issues yeah I know I'm angry. but they do say like a little spell that makes the woman lose her voice uh-huh. so yay the aunts man, way to stand intense. up for your <laughs> anyway but yeah <laughs> so that so <laughs> That's just a side story. But they mention, they talk about, like, they serve, um, oh, yeah. So he orders cheeseburgers and Cokes at the drugstore, and he doesn't eat a bite. He just stares longingly at the girl who put a spell on him. And, yeah, the writing, the writing, Alice Hoffman's writing is really good. Like, the prose, the way that she... Does it? He sat there on the very first stool, so hot and amorous that the linoleum countertop on which he rested his elbows began to bubble. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so he never ate that cheeseburger. She told herself she had cooked lamb chops, she had broiled chicken, and this was so different. She closed her eyes as soon as they brought the morning. Oh yeah, this. So this was this in the book. The scene with the morning dove being killed. So Sally is watching, and says she closed her eyes as soon as they brought the morning dove in. She covered her ears with her hands so she wouldn't have to listen to it shriek as they held it down on the countertop. She told herself she had cooked lamb chops, she had broiled chicken, and this wasn't so different. All the same, Sally never again ate meat or fowl or even fish after that evening. Wow. So she became she a became vegetarian. became a vegetarian because of this awful spell. Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah, so they were working in the garden and gathering spring onions for vegetable stew. <clears throat> and there was lemon thyme in the garden and rosemary. And, yeah. Yeah, so, they, like, in the book, it talks a lot about 
like the girls growing up. Um, and it says that Jillian, <clears throat> Jillian would go to the supermarket for a can of split pea soup and come back going steady with the boy who stopped <laughs> the frozen food case. <laughs> yeah, and then the varsity football team. They could be found all in a row, hulking and silent and madly in love, pulling weeds between the rows of nightshade and verbena, careful to avoid the scallions, which were so scorchingly potent, they burned the skin right off any boy's fingers if he wasn't paying attention. So, like, they would come over to the aunt's house and to, like, to do chores and stuff, if ju just to see Jillian. Like, <laughs> the whole football team would, like, be there. They would, like, mispractice just to go over there. Yeah. If you took all the trouble most girls got into as teenagers and boiled it down for 24 hours, you'd wind up with something the size of a Snickers candy bar. But if you melted down all the trouble Jillian Owens got herself into, <clears throat> not to mention all the grief she caused, you'd have yourself a sticky mess as tall as the state house in Boston. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, there, so there's... Nothing but trouble that one. Yeah, they had garden parties with cold beef sandwiches and bottles of dark beer. Um, but Sally just sat on a metal chair, her legs crossed, and her mind elsewhere. They fed the aunts barley soup laced with a generous amount of whiskey so the old women were asleep on the couch. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Then baby Antonia. Oh, the aunts were... The aunts set about spoiling the child immediately, adding chocolate syrup to her bottles of formula. Oh, for goodness sake. I don't support yeah. this. <laughs> yep. Those aunts, they're like, we gotta get that chocolate in there. Yep. Really. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then some people, they're having a party for baby Kylie, and there's cold beer, icebox cake. Um. Yeah. And the aunts joined in the celebration. Um. Not not caring that for weeks afterwards shards of shards of the broken cham or champagne glasses would appear in the earth between the rows of cabbages <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was so it was Michael yeah Sally married Michael in the book and that was his name in the movie right just the really nice guy mm, I think so Michael. it must be yeah and and it was really yeah it was nice the way it that Sally and Michael's relationship, like marriage, and because they they lived in the house with the aunts, uh, Michael and Sally, and then the two little girls. They they lived with the aunts, and he and the aunts liked him. Like at first, they're like men or whatever, and then but he was just so good natured, and like he was just really good. Like he didn't. Yeah, it's like a kind, simple, like the whole soul. witch magic yeah. thing. Yeah, he didn't. Like, like it wasn't a thing to him like he just yeah he didn't try to change anything but but like even the house itself like it was like the house itself grew to love him and like the gardens and the like yeah it's just like, like I guess it was just to symbolize that like it was such a good loving relationship and a good loving marriage and um, you know ha happy prosaic like it was a beautiful prosaic life basically mm -hmm. um and yeah, and that the whole neighborhood was just like yeah, the whole witch stigma and everything was not an issue, like with Mike Michael around and um 
Yeah, they had dinner together every night, and then aunts no longer shook their heads when they saw the healthy platters of vegetables. <laughs> Sally insisted on serving her daughters. <laughs> the aunts did, however, put their foot down about children's parties, since that would mean cheerful, rowdy monsters traipsing through the house, laughing and drinking pink lemonade and leaving piles of jelly beans between the couch cushions. Yeah, I... I yeah, I wouldn't want rowdy kids running through the house either. Yeah. So. <laughs> Do you remember the black dog in the movie? Um, it's, maybe? It's so, it's such, it's just like a really quick, I think, well, I think the black dog might appear twice, but it does, it just looks like a normal, like, oh, where it's just a person on the side of the street, like with a black dog. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. But, that's a good omen. But yeah, hey, so in yeah. the book... They talk about the black... So there's the Death Watch beetle. Yeah, there's the beetle, mentioned. there's frogs, and I didn't notice the dog, but yeah, that's another omen. Well, thing. yeah, so concerning Michael's death, though, like, there's uh, the Death Watch beetle, and then there's a black dog talked about in the book. Okay. Like, as as another omen, so yeah, so you know. It's like in Harry Potter, the... Was it the Grim? Anyway, the dog, like, that's like, oh, the omen. Right. Anyway, but yeah, black dog. And so in the movie... So in the book, they talk about a black dog, and I was like, oh my gosh, because in the movie, they, like, show a close-up of a black dog right before Michael is hit by a car. So they totally put that in there, so that was kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Like a little nod. Yeah, yeah. I, do th- I, I do remember that now. Um, yeah. And then they talk about mixing rosemary into... Oh, I think this was, yeah, during the time of the omen, the death omens or whatever. They mixed rosemary into his breakfast cereal, lavender into his nightly cup of tea. So, like, the aunts were trying to, you know, help, help yeah, him or wa- really... word him. Because they love, like, everybody loved Michael. Like, he was super awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't. Now I can't remember. Like, I, ha- I still have... Anyway, let's go back to the, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Some things I have are kind of out of context. Well, why don't we talk about the Belladonna, which you said was a different um, yeah, maybe. herb in the book. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, you go ahead and talk about it. I'll see if I can find... It might have been the same, but for some reason, I'm, my memory, I think that it was... Okay, so... Um, yeah, so... Jillian has some belladonna, which is like a drug that she's using to drug Jimmy with, and that Sally ends up killing him with. Which I love. Oh, oh nightshade in the book. Oh, nightshade. So, okay. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, belladonna is very poisonous, and <laughs> like later Sally tells the sheriff dude that um, like you know some people put it in their tea, which is not true because it's poisonous. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, don't recommend that. Um, but yeah, so I, yeah, don't try this. I like the scene in the car a lot because how they, how, how they kind of show in the movie that they're kind of psychically talking to each other. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, because, um, like Jillian tells Sally where it is, and so she mixes it into this tequila that he's always swigging from. Um, and so that's how they end up killing him the first time. Um, and then later the sheriff finds some in, um, in her garden. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, now I'm looking. So, yeah, in the book it's Nightshade. But, yeah, Belladonna. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't try. I wonder if there were people that were like, oh, yeah, I have I have someone that I want to, like, knock out for a little while. <laughs> Yeah, it's not like I'm not gonna do it as often as Jillian did right, to Jimmy. Right. It's so not like Valyrian rude. Killing. It's not to relax. It's yeah, it's, yeah. it's toxic. <laughs> so. so yeah, hopefully nobody tried that back in 1998 <laughs> <laughs> or any of the years since. <laughs> um, yeah, like close to that scene, like uh, Jillian talks about the whole inciting incident that really pissed him off is that he had asked, um, or Jimmy had asked a, um like person they went to get donuts and he asked for a jelly donut with cream yes so, which doesn't exist and that made him really angry when she pointed that out and so he punched her yeah so today he wants a jelly donut and he says to the he says to the kid jelly donut with cream the kid the kid looked confused and i said jimmy jelly is not a cream and then the kid laughed and i laughed and then he punched me that's Ugh. yeah. Well, he's got a cream-filled a cream-filled donut, but like, yeah, that was a stupid situation. <laughs> but I guess it's just to show that he has a really short fuse, right? Like, yeah. But I mean, really, yeah. Poor jelly donuts. <laughs> poor cream-filled donuts being drawn into the drama. Yeah, jelly donut with cream. I think there are actually donuts that have both inside. Sounds delightful. <laughs> I don't know why there's not. <laughs> yeah. There are Twinkies with both, mm. I think. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the donut is what did it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there's a scene. Oh, that was... Um, so they're like... Frosting cupcakes and cho- with chocolate frosting, um, and then there's what's going on in here? Nothing. Just making toast is all. And then, the toast like magically pops up from the. <laughs> yeah, the toast magically pops up. But they're also in the process of like they have cupcakes in their hands and they're frosting. Right. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> just say your icing. Cupcakes. Why would you even? Right. <laughs> I think somebody just wanted to make magic toast. That like whoever directed that scene was like, yeah, we want to have something funny with the toaster, <laughs> because really you would say, oh, we're just frosting cupcakes, <laughs> because that's what we have in our right. hands. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the <laughs> if you play music, does the toaster dance? <laughs> like <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, um, but uh, so in the movie, Sally has her own um. Like, she has her own health shop? What would you call it? Like a boutique, a body yeah, care like a, boutique? Yeah, a boutique. So she's like got, a, like, yeah, shampoos and lotions and all kinds of stuff that she makes herself with herbs. Yeah, she said that her husband, um, he really loved my mint oatmeal shaving cream. He couldn't, couldn't stop, stop eating, eating it. it. Yeah. <laughs> So that was really cute. I like it. Yep. Um, and then... Oh, and then that was another... So, like, the whole Sally being able to blow a candle 
lit um, was the thing that she you know could still do even though she was like no magic um but then also the spoon stirring right yes yeah, so coffee that was cute yeah she has like a cup of totally tea or something the it's stirring itself yeah and that happens a couple of times like it happens the time she writes Jillian that letter that the police or the was it sheriff the sheriff like reads over and over again keeps reading like a million times so like that but then he also sees it happen when he goes to visit her shop her the little stir stick it just keeps going and she's just like doing something else right. like just talking so she's like totally oblivious to Oops. it but she's using mag still using magic yeah um yeah and that was something so in the movie uh like there was the like the biddies from the PTA or whatever mm-hmm. um and they're like oh she's never gonna be at the top of the calling tree or whatever um, but in the book, because she lived in a new neighborhood, like, she had her own house and in, in a different place. Okay. I think that was after, that was after the, so, like, her husband, Michael died, and then she was out of it for a long time, and then, and then she got out of, got herself back together, like, back to reality, and then she took the girls and moved to, um, a different town and a new life, and she's, like, doing really well, and, like, she had a job, and she was the most responsible woman in the neighborhood, and all the moms, like, respected her and stuff, Mm -hmm. and so she was the top of the tree. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) She was the, yeah, so there were no sneaky means. Yeah. (laughs) He's she didn't there. magically have to get the position. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Oh, ready whip. Wow. Right. So yeah, yeah. So when they're they're performing the spell to bring Jimmy back to life, um, they need to make a white star. <laughs> so they use ready whip. She's like, ah, this will work. And it's pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. So she yeah she draws a star on him with ready whip <laughs> and like licks her finger. <laughs> But the, that scene is really funny because it's like all of a sudden it's like because Sally because she's in the situation to like help her sister and so now because she had been kind of like shunning magic and but now it's like okay let's just do what we need to yeah, do yeah but she's like really rusty and doesn't really know what yeah. she's doing because she hasn't well well but it's interesting because they just they just get into it like yeah and so she so they draw the ready with this is another like they're just good... kind of having a good sister time yeah. like. And she licks, like, they're talking, they're like, da 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 and then, like, just like in real life, when you're, like, cooking or whatever, and maybe you're, you're not totally focusing on what you're doing, but you, like, you know, stick your finger in whatever you're making and lick it, or, and you just keep talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she did that, like, so they put the Ready Whip star on the dead guy's chest, <laughs> and then she, like, sticks her finger in it and licks it. Like, did you, I don't know if you noticed that. Oh, yeah. She's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, it's like, yuck. Gross. But also funny because it's like just a normal. Yeah, it's just like a natural thing to do. Yeah. It's like they're making a cake. They're decorating a cake or whatever. And you just like the frosting, <laughs> but it's like a dead guy. <laughs> so, so that was, I liked that. Like that they put that yeah. in. Yeah. That was cute. Um, yeah. In the book, they don't try to bring him back to life. Okay. 
I, I liked that in the movie just because they like immediately kill him. <laughs> so there was like almost no point to it. I mean, yeah. it, it was it was a nice thing to like show them like doing a pretty involved spell, you know, and also showing that like this is going to be a hard thing to take care of, you know. They're not just going to be able to like hide the body and go on with their lives or whatever. Like they they tried to take care of it a couple different ways. Yeah. yeah. The hijinks. Because <laughs> really, it's like, yeah, do the time, Jillian. you like, it's your mess. It's your mess. I know, but it's like, oh, no, my yeah. If, but, I don't know. Because like, that, that was e- sad. It's because... easy for anybody to get wrapped up in a bad situation, you know, so I have a lot of sympathy for her, to be honest. Yeah, but the like this, the... Because, Sally, like, in the movie, Sally was begging the aunts. She's like, I know you can bring... And, and the reason they put that in the movie was so that they could... The aunts could then say, but if we brought Michael back from the dead, he wouldn't be himself. Like, he would be right. the anti-version, basically. Yeah. And so, like, that was put in there so that we would have that... The audience would have that information. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that when they tried it with Jimmy... But it's kind of like... Yeah, it's like, at that point, I guess Michael was just gone. <laughs> like, in, in the past. Because, like, it's like Sally, and then, so they're like, oh yeah, let's bring, like, I didn't... Well, I don't think they cared how he came back, mm-hmm. you know? Like... It was just so that there would be... Like, a, no body, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. He'd be alive, and hopefully he would leave them alone. I mean, I don't know, like, what... Yeah, what <laughs> the ultimate plan so was. Desperate. I don't know. I think like, they're just so panicked. They didn't mean to kill him in the first place, you know? They just wanted to put him to sleep so they could get away. Um, so yeah. I think they would have tried the same thing, bring him back, and then try to get away from him. Why didn't they just drive away when he was peeing? Yeah, I don't know. Like, he didn't have a gun. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> He was peeing, <laughs> and they were both just sitting in the car. It's like, why did why? Yeah, did make a run for it. It's like, oh, he'll come and find me. Okay, well then you buy a gun in the meantime, and then if he shows up, then if you kill him, it's in self defense or whatever. I don't know, but it's like, where where did you think that w- the night was gonna go? <laughs> like right. somebody was gonna die probably. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> this is kind of. But yeah, I felt I felt really sad for Sally. I mean, but I guess I didn't need to because they didn't really make a deal of it in the movie. But like, just the idea that in the movie she had begged the aunts to bring her husband back, mm-hmm. and then it's like, I mean, she knew better, I guess. But of course, and then it's but like no, it's, this it's... stupid jerk guy. They actually do the spell to like bring this jerk back to life, and you know. But then it doesn't. I mean, it was kind of pointless anyway, because like you said, they had to <laughs> knock him out again. But it's like, I wonder what. Just as a if if Sally had been a real person, like what would that situation have? What would she have been thinking or feeling at that moment? Like we're using the spell on this right guy, where yeah we where she you know. could have done it and who knows you know who yeah. knows how he but she would have at least had the memory of being of that time right that she asked you yeah know, yeah the aunts yeah yep um i don't have too much more just like a couple light things like um a, a bunch more herbal mentions like um aunt francis Stalker Channing says she's gonna, um, or she suggests mugwort for, uh, Jillian's bruise. 
Um, and then when they perform the final like exorcism at the end, they have this like bubbling cauldron full of all kinds of stuff. I, I don't know if we yeah, know exactly so what's nasty. in it, but they pour it over his ashes to kind of banish him. And then that was cute. Yeah, the brooms. Like that's what they're for. I feel mm-hmm. like I wa- that's probably in the book. I don't. I feel like that's I've seen that somewhere before. But I like that. I like the one. The one Sweeping lady shows ashes. up with the dustbuster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then she doesn't use it. But yeah, yeah, yeah but still, <laughs> that's not, isn't that Hocus Pocus? One of them is riding a vacuum cleaner. I have not seen Hocus Pocus. I need to wait. Ever? No, I need to turn in my witchy card. <laughs> Maybe this is the. Year. I thought for sure that would be part of the lineup that you spoke. I've of heard it so earlier. good, and it looks so entertaining. I just haven't seen it yet. I, I, I'll make a point to see. I really want to. I'll make a point to see it this year. year. <laughs> so, like, I want to watch it with the <laughs> I mean, I watched it a long time ago. That's, I think, where I learned. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I think that, that'll be a good... Amaka, amaka, amaka. Right, right. <laughs> the one, the one. Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, I've seen that, that part. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that would be a good family movie. Uh, this one is not. Um, I made yeah. I made that mistake a couple years ago because I had seen it already, and I remembered, like, all the, like, cute, lighthearted parts. And so, like, I tried to do it for a family movie night, and we had to turn it off because it was too scary. <laughs> so, because yeah. there are some, like, really dark dark moments in this movie. So, you know, as as delightful as it is at times, it's also pretty, pretty dark yeah. sometimes. The part where he is, like, possessing Jillian's body in the, in the attic bedroom, mm. and, he, and then his spirit, like, peels out of her, his, the imagery of, like... Because you get, like, a close-up of his face for a little bit, so it's, like, his ghost face, but he, his yeah, eyes he's all are really shiny. And, yeah, um... yeah, his eyes have this, like, weird light, like, uh, highlight in them, mm-hmm. and that was, like, whoa, that was kind of a cool effect. Like, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty well done. Yeah. Yeah, I remembered it being, I feel like it was over kind of quickly, like, well, but then he came back, and then all the women had to... Then they use the tree, the calling tree. Yeah. (laughs) To get their coven together. (laughs) Sounds kind of fun. Yeah. But I think, like, thinking of it, trying to remember it before I watched it again for the podcast, I, like, I thought that there was more with with Jimmy's spirit, but, or maybe I just wanted there to be more. I mean, Because, like, it was interesting, just that whole, like, hit the actor and... Yeah, like, the look of it and stuff. Yeah. I think one of the creepiest things that happens is, like, um, Sally comes in and she's upset, you know, and um, Jillian hugs her, but Jillian's possessed. Yeah. And so she, like, like what? Like, she, like, licks her and then says something really nasty. Yeah. I forget what she said, but... Like, sister, I'm really feeling into sister. Right. Like, it's the same thing that he said, yeah. Yeah, so super alive, creepy, so, yeah. yeah. No, it was him, Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, I get the little ones away. Mm. But yeah, the aunts gave them. And that's not, that wasn't a thing. Like, in the book, oh, I think I already mentioned it. Like, they didn't mention the the Owens ancestor lady. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the movie, they get, I guess they still have part of the hanging rope. Or the rope that didn't hang Oh, rope. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what they put around the little girls, the daughters' necks to um, keep them safe from... Because it's like, yeah, somehow we have to protect the little kids in the movie <laughs> from, like, like while the older... We're not total mom, monsters. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, but, yeah, so in the in the 
book, like, I only read to the part where they buried Jimmy in... And it was, like, under the lilac bush, and then the lilacs were, like, blooming so profusely and beautifully, and people would come by just to smell them and everything. Um, but, like, so I haven't, I didn't get to the part where he started haunting them. Mm. So, that would be interesting. But, yeah, yeah, but the girls knew that something was up. Yeah. So... Because I think in the in the book, it's one has sight, like magic sight, and one has magic hearing or oh, okay. something like that. But so they yeah, get more into the their movie, like specific powers. Because, yeah, I don't think they really specify much, you know. Well, in the movie, the older daughter, um, Antonia, I don't know if they named her Antonia in the movie. but I think they called the little one Antonia, out. but maybe, I, maybe I'm remembering uh, that wrong. I don't know. I thought they had switched them. I don't know. Yeah, Kyle. She does curse that one little dude with chicken pox. <laughs> yeah, but she like looks so, out the yeah. window. She looks out the window and says, right. "There's a man." Yeah, she sees him standing by the rosebush. Yeah. Okay, so she does have like vision. Okay, that's interesting. So maybe that is from yeah, yeah. like from the book. Um, what turkey and cranberry burritos? Whoa, that sounds great. We when yeah, I was in so college, we had like yeah. a um like a wrap stand uh that we could get for lunch or whatever, and they had like a turkey and cranberry and potato one. So I it, love it was, it was that good. It was like um, Thanksgiving wrap. <laughs> yeah. I like it. So this um so in the book, Sally is one of the few who stay up late in order to fix an apple tart, complete with her secret ingredients, black pepper and nutmeg. Oh, love it. And she'll freeze it and have it ready to take to the block party on the 4th of July. Then <laughs> <laughs> um, talks about bean and tofu salad, carrot sticks, cold marinated broccoli with angel food cake for dessert. Oh, man, there is a ton of food in this. Yeah. Um oh. Cucumber seedlings. Yeah, there's like... <laughs> she... Because she still dreams of the aunt's garden. And so... She made it a garden of her own in her new house. But Jillian, um, she is still the kind of woman who cuts through her finger while slicing a cantaloupe. And then is rushed to the hospital where the ER doctor who has stitched up her finger falls <laughs> over her heels for her before she's even sewn back together <laughs> and Jillian would always she could always be counted on to take a holiday shift because she like wouldn't do family things because she wasn't she left because she left her family yeah, like, yeah. and her sister um, and afterwards she always found herself drawn to the best bar in town where special hors d'oeuvres uh, were set out for festive occasions hard boiled eggs tinted pale pink and aqua or little turkey and cranberry burritos um uh, yeah, and then a little bit of nightshade. Um, hot dogs made out of tofu and some sort of bean that is supposed to be good for you, even though it tastes, in Kylie's opinion, like the tires of a truck. <laughs> <laughs> Sally refuses to have meat, fish, or fowl at their table in spite of her daughter's complaints. She has to close her eyes when she walks past the packaged chicken legs in the market, in the market and she's still always reminded of the dove the auntie used for their most serious love charm. Mm. Yeah. So totally scarred her. For love. And rightfully so. Yeah. Jillian she's probably eaten up all the birds. What a creepy spell. I really like that side story. 
Yeah, the one about yeah, it it like it's really intense yeah. and yeah, and there's some bad words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the writing, like Al Sufflin's writing is very flow like it flows really well and it's I like the it's very descriptive but not bogged down with description. Like it's just the right description mm-hmm. to you know, so that like, you Like lots know of detail what, without what being flowery. Yeah, yeah. It's not profuse. It's just it's really I really like it. Yeah, so it's really easy to get into and read and mm-hmm. um yeah very it's kind of po- like poetic in a way the sim- simple yeah simplicity so yeah so did you make a recipe did you do make a food for oh this? no i totally phoned in this time <laughs> I didn't either. You didn't? Oh I my didn't. god. No. Well, because it's like I'm totally making a food, but not <laughs> Well, you know, but not right now. Like as mentioned, I've got like some life drama going on right now and so I was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to watch this movie and then I've already made um like a couple years ago I made the margaritas. So I was just going to share that. Um, and mm-hmm. so, yeah, I'll share my margarita. We, are, we already gave the spell. The I am new to a frog. None of that stuff's in this. Um, <laughs> this is your classic, nothing like special going on here. This is your classic, basic three, two, one margarita. Um, it's three parts tequila, two parts triple sec, and one part lime juice. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, very simple and easy to make, but it's super strong. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, and okay. you do have to make sure you're using, like, good tequila and good triple sec because, like, since it's so strong, like, you're really going to taste it. So if you, you can... have to dance around the room. Yeah, yeah. So get your Diablo de Flores uh, <laughs> tequila and, mm-hmm. yeah, have a nice little kitchen party. <laughs> so what color is it? Is it, like... Um, it's like... Because in the movie, it looked like... Yeah, there's this, like... It was there's, orange Well, yeah, there's... Well, when they have it in the, um, blender, it's, like, pretty bright green. Like, mine uh, is just kind of, yeah. like, a pale green. Oh, I'm thinking. You okay. know, because I think... I don't know why I have, or- like, yellow or orange in my mouth. Well, I mean, the, the, uh, tri- triple, triple sec is, um, like, oh, kind of orange tinted, as is tequila. So, I don't mm. know why this turns okay. out, like, kind of a greenish color, I guess, because the lime, That's the cool, lime juice or whatever. And, of course, I did a salted rim, which I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They lick salt off their hands in the movie. Oh, so. yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They squeeze the little lime slice yeah. and then lick. And, I yeah. really like tequila because it is such, like, a ritual. Um, you know, you've mm-hmm. got, like, the lime juice and the salt and everything. So... Nice. Yeah. yeah, I, like, so as I was reading the book, like, a lot of things stood out to me, <laughs> because there's a lot of fun stuff. But, yeah, I love cranberry and turkey. Yeah. And so, I would like to make the, like, that, I could but really, it's not a very... I could really go for a cranberry and turkey burrito right now. <laughs> yeah. But it's only, Sounds like, delicious. mentioned, just, so it's like, well, but would that really even, it's like, because I, I want to eat that, but, like, it's not necessarily it doesn't like scream practical Still, magic well 
<laughs> but it's like I kind of or the marshmallow. Well, first of all, it's um, mentioned marshmallow, and pie second of all, and... it is kind of like a cute, whimsical thing, you know. So I, I can see yeah. that kind of embodying this, and like there's there's no better reason to make something than the fact that you want to eat it. I mean, that's the whole point. I know, right? <laughs> I like you, you need no you need no other reason than that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. If, if that speaks to you, then go for it. Or like marshmallow pies and Dr. Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> Man, too many sweets. I couldn't, I like, chocolate cake. Or barley syrup. Chocolate cake for breakfast sounds pretty good once in a while, but I don't know if I could live <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so you mentioned food and flicks. So yeah. a lot of people have done recipes. Oh, yeah, there's um, some good ones. For so electrical like... magic based on that. I mean, for food and flicks, yep. but yeah. You got, oh, no, 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 go ahead. There's some other ones. Well, one that one um, that stood out to me is somebody made a lime and coconut chicken because, no. like, yeah, the song in that um, you know scene is like you know you put the lime in the coconut song or whatever. So this chicken looks awesome, mm-hmm. looks delicious. I love coconut milk, so it looks kind of like a curried coconut chicken yeah. dish. Looks pretty good. Yeah, cooking with coconut milk mm, is so love good. it. <laughs> Um, so on good food stories, there. This is from 2014. Um, they made meatloaf and green beans. Oh, okay. Is that mentioned? Um, which, which is mentioned from the book. It's mentioned in the book, um, but in this article, um, they talk about the book and the film. Um, and so. But yeah, they but they talk about the novel, like how much food description is in the novel, and um, so they chose, this person chose to do, looks a really yummy, like green beans and meatloaf, like a barbecue. Oh yeah, this does look good, I went to the website. Yeah. And... I've just recently become a, a fan of meatloaf, like I never liked it growing up. It was super gross to me, but now mm. I kind of like it. <laughs> Instead of using ketchup or tomato paste, use pumpkin puree. Ooh, that sounds perfect I for this month. Like yeah, I might. Yeah, because yeah, not... I have a recipe on my blog. Oh, nice. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I have a meatloaf recipe on mine too that I actually made for Twin Peaks. Because <laughs> oh. that like great meatloaf. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I did. Because it was that last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the like the tip I have regarding like I do use ketchup, um, but you can put a little cardamom in it, and it gives yeah, it like a really so it's good like curry ketchup. Yeah, so it gives it like a good flavor. <laughs> what did you do meatloaf nice. for? Adventure time. Oh, okay. Because it's it's Finn the human's favorite food. Nice. <laughs> it's it is mentioned in the show that it's his favorite. Food. Yeah, me- meatloaf <laughs> comes up a lot in fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me. Uh, well, usually it's as a you know. Oh, it's the boring like right. The boring What's life for... representation yeah. of a boring life. But meatloaf doesn't have to be Little America. Boring. What's for dinner every Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. A, a loaf of meat, <laughs> a, a big slab of a brick of ground beef. But yeah, it can be I want to try it with pumpkin puree. That sounds good. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good. Yeah, and this on the good good food stories um, page or, or link that they show the for the recipe. Anyway, they have a picture, a screenshot from the film, and it's of Sally. 
sticking her finger in the ready whip star. Oh yeah, they have that one. <laughs> and they have the picture of um like little Sally when she's like the the scene you, yeah, you were with talking the about. Around yeah, and like yeah. yeah, totally forgot. She, like talk about like innocent imagery. Like she's got freaking angel wings on. Angel wings on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're really totally doing, like driving that. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, it looks and this is, like cranberry This is sauce, the sweet maybe, good one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the juxtaposing of that image. Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll put a link to the, the Food and Flakes Roundup recipes. Yeah. And also to this meatloaf and green beans and Brighton Taylor's um, Margarita recipe and yours, of course. <laughs> and yeah, and if we happen to find any, any others in the meantime, we will add those as well. Because yeah, there's just a lot of food in the movie and a ton of food in the book yeah so sounds good yeah and we mentioned we already mentioned so next episode is nightmare before christmas yes yeah and then after that it's miss peregrine miss peregrine which is also tim burton wait yes yeah so we're just like tim burtoning it up non non-stop like this month and even into next month and i can't wait to talk about miss peregrine because i saw it this weekend oh my gosh did you really i haven't seen it it was so good yeah i I loved it so i can't yeah i can't wait for that episode (laughs) yes that's awesome yeah nightmare before christmas is that's like my daughter's favorite fandom like if she oh wow okay would as a fangirl for anything it's nightmare before christmas good choice amelia yeah, so she's super excited. And um, for the kids' book club, her age group is doing Nightmare Before Christmas, um, the book, like the the original picture book. Oh, okay. Book. And so... Awesome. So that exists. So you can watch the movie and read Yeah. <laughs> she's reading it too. I didn't even so know it was from it's a been book. fun. That's cool. Yeah, it's actually Tim, like illustrated and written by Tim. Oh, great. So. Anyway, have to look that up because yeah, <laughs> like a nice topic, but yeah. So look forward to that, guys. We're really excited Yay. for those. Yeah, pra- Practical Magic. It's on Netflix, um, and then also there's the novel. <laughs> <laughs> so excellent. So yeah, like you said, we'll post links to everything on our website, um, fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yep, and we are on Twitter at fkpod. And also Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook as Fiction Kitchen Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And remember to put the lime in the coconut. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)